Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hate Journals. AP. Hello. Hello. I feel like the countdown is officially on. Oh, you are 100% uh, <sighs> getting ready to push a baby out of your uterus. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's about to happen. It's We're, about to. It's getting real. It is getting very real. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Because I've often wondered this. Um, obviously, I've not pushed a baby out of my vagina. Mm-hmm. Do you get nervous right before, like about the pain? Like, do you get overwhelmed with it or no? I'm a bad bitch. Oh, I know you're a bad bitch, but no. does it, like, do you, know do you even think about me? it? What? Not the per- pain of my vagina. Right. Would my first baby, I mean, the contractions, the contractions. No, because I did not think they were that bad. Yeah. Mom, shame me. <laughs> I know there's a bunch of pussies out there listening to this who thought it was the real fucking travesty coming of their life. hot. We are I, literally minute and 15 <laughs> seconds in, and you are coming out fucking Just sweating. talking shit about this today. I'm so over these fucking warriors out here like no you know who was warriors the fucking women giving birth in rice patties and going to work the, the next fucking day fucking okay throwing a bath i don't on need the top to hear you and your birth fucking tub story okay you were out there fucking splish splash taking a bath and you got a fucking baby on the way give me a fucking break yes i don't know i'm not but bagging you know on any woman me. i just i couldn't i couldn't give birth in my afterbirth I don't give a fuck. It just happens. However, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Whether this was like a hundred years ago, no epidural, you're in the back room and the husband's like, hey, can you keep it down back there? And all the hens are out. First of all, he wasn't around. He was fucking hanging out doing his own thing. And then they came and said, hey, Jebediah, the baby's here. You want to see him? And he <laughs> He's said, like, after, after my shift. Work, yeah. After my, sh- <laughs> after my after shift. After my shift. I'm going to go grab a beer. It's so funny to me. No, you know what does give me the anxiety for the pain? Because to me, childbirth is just like kind of a rough couple days, which right. like anybody can do anything for a couple days, right? Like we all met up I mean, with that guy for yeah. a couple days one time. <laughs> We all worked that shitty fucking job for a couple days that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's the breastfeeding because it's nonstop and you know it's coming again. And it's, they they got to eat. Oh, it terrifies me. Because, like, they can't, they got to eat. You Uh, can or you cannot. I can and I will. And so I just, I'm not going to be a big pussy about it and I'm just going to do it. How many times a day are you, do you breastfeed? When you first have a little... I think, like, roughly a million. Okay. <laughs> if memory serves me correctly. So just 100% because, stats coming off the top. Yeah. It's yeah. just all day, every day, this little gummy thing. And like, it's what like, is you want to make doing? them is happy. Ian, is Ian, Ian's like, holding trying... up the breast? Is he, like, holding the baby? Is he <sighs> just know, at your beckoning call will, with he, his baby beckon, hanging off your tail? Pretty much, like, beckon call for the beckon first, call. like... Two weeks. Um, and I'm lucky enough to have a husband who, like, <clears throat> would, like, breastfeed if he could himself. Oh, oh You know he would. Yeah, oh, yeah, please. Like, He'd would, be swaddling that baby oh, like nobody's business. Ian loves his kids, and I'm so lucky. Like, there's some guys who just, like, dip out. They're like, oh, you got this. <laughs> right? So I'm going to go with the guys. So I got to right. go because it's not like I'm, like, doing anything. Right. Like, I'm not <laughs> helping you. Right? If anything, I'm a hindrance. If right. anything, I feel like my newborn babies have actually hurt my husband's feelings right. more. Right, 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 right. <laughs> because they're 
they're so disinterested. I'm like, there's nothing this like fit, hard guy can offer him. He yeah, has no, no babies fat ever warmth. said they wanted abs. No, no, no baby's ever been like, no, keep me alive with your abs. No newborn is like, no. let me lay on that washboard stomach of yours. Because that's what I need. No. They right out of the, fresh mom. out of the womb. No. No, I want some big old fat fucking titties exactly. that I can snuggle my fucking head into. Exactly. And then I'm going to roll over screaming this bitch's face yeah. and tell her, Mama, yeah. give me yeah. some milk. I want to smell her hair. Right. I want to smell the soft. I want the softness of her skin. You know, I don't want your scruff. Get your five o'clock shadow <laughs> the fuck out of here. Mom, I felt like when Kane was born... He kept saying, like, why is this guy here all the time? Like, why? You used to say that. When you when he was first born, it was probably, I don't know, like a good six months after he was born. And we went for pizza. I don't know if you remember this. You, me, Ian, and Bill went for pizza. You brought the baby. Bill was holding the baby. Oh and uh, you literally said those words. You're like, oh, my God. I was like, how is everything? You're like, everything's great. But, like, for, for real, though, like, I think this baby is just like... Who's this motherfucker? Yeah. Is he going to be here the whole fucking time? <laughs> He's a lingerer. <laughs> Lingering. Like, you're like, this dude can't take a fucking hint. He can't. And it was so funny. And then, like, it's kind of cool. You know, the babies hit one to two, and then they're like, oh, he's sticking around. And then they recognize him, and then they're like, okay, maybe I'll feel safety in numbers. (laughs) (laughs) And then by two, it's like, bye, mom, all day. Right, right. So, anyways, um, speaking how. Well, well, thank yeah. you for sharing that. Thank yeah. you. Because so, I just, anyways, I always wonder. I, and I joke around, you guys. I know some women out there had it harder than I did. Oh, I'm for very sure. lucky. So this is just me shit talking. Oh, that baby slid right out of you. I mean, it was like, yeah, everything was fine from the cooking period all the way until he was here. I did hate breastfeeding, but I did it anyways. Um, and that's that. So I know if you didn't have it that easy, uh, we're sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're not I mean, I'm not sorry. I wasn't the one who made you yeah. push your baby out of your vagina. Yeah. But I, I feel for you, girl. I don't know. The way I look at it is I just, like, super knew what I signed up for. So that's the thing, too, is, right? Like, um, That's the tough thing I for me. have a, a, I admire every mother. I truly do. Mm-hmm, I think it's too. amazing. But being a mother is a choice. I uh, I like to think so as well. You think so? Uh, no, b- being a mother is a fucking choice. I know. I'm trying to be cool. because nice. one, you can either not have a baby, or you can be a mother with a baby and still not be a mother. I just yes, and that's right? so like that goes that. all the way into the mothering right. aspect, which there's right. not so enough I do, fucking air And time we're for lucky us. because um, I have the pleasure of knowing a lot of badass moms. I we're agree. very great mothers. Truly, uh, I totally agree. admire. Got a really yeah. good, uh, got a lot of good ones. I'm excited. Us. I'm excited. I had a dream the other night that I met this little bambino. I'm excited. Uh, well, the dream shall come true. <laughs> I hope so. And if it doesn't, we're gonna have some real fucking problems. Oh my god! If if Mel posts one more fucking photo of that gorgeous baby, I'm gonna fall down the stairs. So that I baby mean, is. How could it be that perfect? So so tiny. It is so. I mean, pictures don't do a preemie baby justice at all. It's like one of our other good friends slash listeners. She was describing her preemie baby, and you know when you like scoop up a kitten, yes, because you don't know where to pick it up from, right? And you just kind of like put it on your chest, right? So you don't drop it, right? That's literally like holding a preemie holding a baby. preemie, yeah. Um. 
it's extraordinarily overwhelming. Yeah. I'll be I honest with you. So. I would I, assume I've so. gone over and seen that beautiful baby oh, girl. Oh, you have. And I have not held her. You haven't, yeah. Because, yeah. and I'm a pregnant mom, and I was like, that is you were like, too you know what? I'm good. delicate for me. I yeah. spill something on my white shirt every time I wear it. I don't trust myself. Okay, I need a solid eight pounder. And you know, I will admire the fact that you didn't pick up the baby. I don't like when they're preemies and someone hands me the baby because I'm like, uh, you are putting way too much trust in me. Yeah. I mean, I haven't successfully brushed my teeth without getting toothpaste in between my titties yeah. in years. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? You know? oh, like absolutely. My eye-hand coordination isn't always great. So don't let me... Don't worry, Mel. I'm not going to try to touch your newborn. I'm going to just watch her and admire her from afar. Well, she I'm, is I'm coming gorgeous. for her, but... Uh, when she gets a little... Oh, yeah. Well, fatty, fatty, two by four. Oh, I can't my wait. God. I need her to... I need her to break. I need her to bulk up. I need her to bulk up. Let's get some protein. Let's bulk her up. She's but, a cutie. So congratulations again, Mel. Yes, congratulations. Good job, Mama. Yeah. How was how was, uh, how was your week? <laughs> double double time in it. Double time. Honestly, everything's just a blur right now. <laughs> I'm giving every I'm giving it dead eyes into the table. How was yours? Um, I had um an interesting week. It's just been a it's been an interesting week. Care I don't to, know. Care to elaborate for the podcast? You know, you ever just have one of those weeks where you're just like, shit has got to... Listen, it's raining. I can't find my umbrella. Mm-hmm. You know, it's icy. I can't find my fucking boots. Uh, it's dark. Why can't I find a flashlight? Like, shit is just not aligning for me right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to choose to stay positive. Yeah. Um, but that was... it's It's been a little bit of a trying time. But I'm going to say... I mean, what are you going to do? What you know, are you going to do? Fucking start a fire, you know? What are you Get some do? light, you know? I know? Put on two pairs of socks. Slide your ass all the way to the car. You're just going to figure it out. It'll be, <laughs> Sometimes it'll be fine. What you have to do is just wear the shoes that don't go with the outfit. Truly. And you know what, you know what I've been doing? You know better. You know better. You know better. It. You know be better. A bad day. But you I have do it. definitely been using TV, though, as a really good therapy because that's anytime I'm feeling like you know what so the universe is just fucking with me just on my ass today that's when I really try to really hone in on uh, some really good shows so I'm going to give you some good shows Okay, we're going to go over some so doing hot tops this week we're going to do some good shows that I really think our audience and you Really gonna capture. Oh gonna, my gonna, god! Gonna link well, I can totally lob onto that with okay, my perfect. petty journal. I don't do a lot of petty entries, and this one is fucking gold. And it has to do with shows. Ooh, okay. a new hot, new hot show that uh, me and my husband. A new hot show, huh? Okay. Have dived into. All right, Divin. Um, one of the first shows that I stumbled, because I love stumbling upon a show. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't. This is a full stumble. I, I truly, I like when I organically, I'm watching something. And you're like, And then oh, shit. it says, do you want to watch this next? And then I'm like, yeah. you know, what is this? Like, click on this shit. Um, one of the, so I, you guys know that I'm a huge fan of 90 Day Fiance. I just can't get enough. I mean. A if, lot of podcasters are, you, as I've been listening. Because it is, I was on Twitter for no less than 26 hours last night on Twitter <laughs> nonstop while watching 90 Day Fiance because you think the show is good 
until you read what people are saying, and people are so witty and funny that it makes the show ten times better. Did The Bachelor start last night, too? That is not a show that I watch any longer. I haven't watched it since Tristan. Is is it because they're too young now? It's not that. There's something to me annoying about a man picking a woman and giving her rose out of a bunch of women that he would be lucky to fuck any. Right. You know what I mean? That blows my I mind. Know, the new trendy guys really um, hurt me. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. It makes me feel weird. When I was younger before I really got really understood. Well, like when you're younger, like for colleges, you're like, Oh, I hope he picks me. And now right. you're like, Bitch, Bitch you lucky. Yeah. You, you lucky I'm looking at you. Exactly. You lucky I show up to this job that I call being exactly. a wife every fucking I'm day. Trying to be famous. Uh, I will get out of here immediately. Yeah. I mean so it's not a bit I'm not a big fan of it. But it was a big part of like some of the shows that I like to watch, and so I kind of had to transition into something different. 90 Day Fiance, just magic. Yeah. yeah. Right after it was done, I was just like, well, fuck, I've got some hours to kill. This show's done. There's no other 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day Fiance the other way, nothing. Great. And it said, other shows you might like from TLC, because, you know, TLC just puts out trash. I mean, they I do don't give a fuck some TLC. what is going on in someone's life. They're like, oh, you're a piece of garbage? Well, <laughs> let's I throw a camera. I we have, like, all of this political strife going on between parties and everything, but they can, like, write a show about midgets, and everyone just, like, glazes <laughs> over that. Because you have to have something to distract you, right, from... All of the other bullshit. I, know, I just in the world. don't know how these network execs aren't like bigots and mac. You know what I mean? Well, like it's well, maybe I'm just hold on it. to your pants, ladies and gentlemen, because there is a new show on TLC called Hot and Heavy. Okay, it's called Hot and Heavy, and it is about uh, couples who one person is traditionally thin. I knew and attractive. Exactly what this was okay. going to be, and the partner is morbidly <laughs> obese. Like, there's one couple. He's like maybe a buck seventy five, mm-hmm. buck eighty, and she is five hundred pounds. And is it her soul that captures? Um, like, is she just super funny? So when I first started watching the first episode, I was like, you know what, Chelsea, you got a lot of goddamn nerve. Now, you know you ain't no good to be putting these people on TV. Right. You, y'all are trash. Right. I was like, I, and then I really started to feel bad. I was like, I shouldn't be watching this. This is pretty awful. Like, right. you can't make, I don't ever feel good about legitimately making fun of someone because, again, like we talked about last week, you never know why someone's overweight, right? right? right, or, right. Or, or too thin, right? Or anorexic. You, you don't know why. Or maybe, like... And that's always going with, like, the weight topic, right? That's always touchy. What about, like, the actual psychology of it? Because uh, traditionally, like you said, like, fit-ish person, right. you know, say right. buck 85, his BMI is fine. Right. But he, it gets hot and heavy okay. by a, a big girl. By a big right? So that is what the sh- that is why I kept watching. Because, because that's the weird tick for me. Not that, because it's not really about the emotional connection. Right, right. It's really about your fucked up. Well, I mean, so I, one of the guys, you know I mean. he, one of the guys is just trash. And this is more of his thing. Like he's into big girls. As a matter of fact, she wants to have gastric bypass. He was like, nope, 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 nope. I want you to say a fatty McFatty. Like I want mm-hmm. you fat as fuck. And she was just like, that's not healthy, bro. Like you should want me to live a long life. We just got married. I want to have kids. Like you should want me to be healthy. But besides that trash bucket, right? the other couples, it is extremely interesting because TLC does, I don't know if this was the intention when they started the show, but mm-hmm. I will say that 
it takes a different, a couple different uh, turns. One, it really shows you what people who are overweight and struggling with weight, yeah. how people treat them when they go to the store, when they go ring shopping, when they go right. taking their kids somewhere. Like right. It is amazing what people are saying to these people, what they are doing, how they are staring, and being inappropriate. Right. But the other thing, too, is... One of the guys who's with the girl, the gal who's 500 pounds, he was mm-hmm. like, listen, I prefer a big girl, but she is by far definitely the biggest girl that I've ever, like, been with. But, like, we we really did just, like, online fell in love. Yeah. And then when I met her, because she lives in a different state completely. Yeah. He's like, once I met her, like... I don't know. It just didn't bother me. Like, he's like, it didn't. He's like, do I want her to live long life? Absolutely. Do I want her and I to have, like, when I go for hikes, do I want her to come with me? Do I want her to be able to do that? Yes. He was like, but I also understand that, like, she needs someone to be supportive so that she feels supported so that she can be on her journey to lose weight. She does not feel good about herself. You know, she does not feel good about whatever it is. If I can do that and we can do that together as a couple and get her in a place where she's like excited about it, perfect. But he's like, if she never decides that, that's okay too. Like, I genuinely love her. That is not what blew my mind. Honestly, when you watch it, I thought that was going to be the cap. I was like, this is going to be right here. No, it is disgusting and amazing to me the shit that their family members say. It is, it like broke my heart. The shit that people would say to their son, she looked at him and she was just like, I don't understand. Like you could, you could love anybody. He's like, right. I am. That's the, that's literally what I'm doing. That's the point of the show. And she's, even though he's like, I want to marry her. I understand her weight. I understand the risks. I understand what I'm signing up for. I understand. By the way, they've already been together like three, four years. Right. This is not. This new is nothing news. new. This isn't like a nope. catfish situation. Nope. They have been together. They've lived in the same apartment. She moved um, to Sacramento to be next to him. They've been together for like four years. He's There's in so this many layers this. to this shit because then it's like okay, what the family members say, and then the hot and heavy, and the audience that it grabs. Truly, I mean, because it is an interesting idea. It is a very interesting dynamic, and I. I do like the show because I'm not looking at the show as like watching two people like in a zoo. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't like reality shows like that. Like Six Hundred Pound Life. Ugh. I, I teeter with that one sometimes too because that I is legitimately. Like six, I like Six Hundred Pound Life truly because I think it just tackles so much more of the mental health of it all. Yes, and I actually think they do a pretty decent job. The only thing they I don't, don't like get a about job it of deep depicting these people sometimes as like the true. I don't yes. want to say victims. But a lot of them are masochists too, so it's it's tough. Yes, yes it is I just a don't like bit. sometimes how they will show them getting out of the shower naked, like that sort of stuff, like bathing, right, like right. that kind of stuff. Like we get it, we got, we got it. it. That kind of stuff. I just wish they I would just give think them it's their humility. It's the body thing, like we've talked about, right. it's obviously a sensitive subject. Very because sensitive. if you see a fucking hoarder on the next episode, you're like, oh, you trashy fuck. <laughs> You have no shame or throwing shade at those rat-packing motherfuckers. And it's because we're not doing something that we deem in our minds as shallow, like judging another person's body. But whatever it is, whether it is obesity, anorexia, hoarding, Hoarding, hypochondria. Mental illness. This is all mental illness. And it doesn't shock me that fucking shows are popular because we are fascinated by people who we don't find to have the strongest mental 
prowess. Well, and it's interesting how the women or the people on the show who are overweight, it is amazing to me how they kind of like take over the show. And they're really like, you know what? Fuck anybody who doesn't like what I am. Like, I don't give a fuck. I know I'm fat. I know what my health issues are. Right. I see my doctor. I'm working on me. Worry about you and I'll worry about me. Right. So I do like that the women, the show allows the women to really be in charge of their own, like, their own storyline, yeah. right? Like they get, they're not, no one's telling the story about right. them. So regardless of how this works out, whether through this journey, these right. women lose weight or they don't, whatever it is, it okay. is actually quite fascinating. I'm really into it. I really like it. I, I'm a thousand percent always have, will be fascinated by, um, shows like that. Like I was really into intervention. Yeah. I loved seeing anything like that. I, I watched one with, and this is intervention, not just like, um, drugs and alcohol. This was like a comp- uh, one of the girls would eat plastic. Okay, yes, I have. Yes, I mean, I'm sorry. I know weight is a touchy subject, but we don't give a fuck where the hate journals. We talk about touchy subjects. Sure, it is what it is, but it does not shock me. You want to talk about some real crazy motherfuckers, though? On a show, you guys have got to watch Doomsday Preppers. <laughs> Oh, I bitch, watch it. Okay. I am subscribed I, to it. Literally. These people are I don't wild. know. They are wild. <laughs> they are and you know they what are I prepared. Love, you know what I love about them though? Because at first I thought Ian I love him so much. He's always like because I'm you know, I'm pregnant, I'm tired, and I do. I my mind's not totally done. My body's right. checked out. So right. the other night I'm laying down and um my eyes are closed, but I am listening to the shows. So you and we've talked about this before because you and Ian and Bill and I, we are the opposite, right? So Ian and I are very similar in, in what we, when we watch TV and you are like Bill. So Bill does the same thing. He puts his sleep mask on. I'll yeah. post a picture yeah. and he listens while yeah. I watch. And I basically, he'll go, what's, what's going on? And yeah. then and I'll then give him a rundown. And then to remove, remove the, mask, the mask, I'll let him know this engaged. is a good time yes. for you to, to remove the mask. So Ian and I start watching Doomsday Preppers. <laughs> and I am fucking dying. Like yeah. these people are hard in the paint. Hard. They're hard in the paint. Like, <laughs> dude, it doesn't matter. Apocalypse coming. Let's run it. Like, let's run this game. Let's fucking run it. Like, yes. we are going to survive. Do you not remember the guy that had the the one that was <laughs> underground? Remember Homeboy? Oh, there's several. Because underground is where where they want to go. Right. A lot of them. I'll tell you that. Well, because bombs can't get you. But you know what I really appreciated about each of these episodes or these preppers? Right. Is they all think one specific thing is going going to happen. happen. Right. One of them... And this is when I had to wake myself back up. And right. Just you were like, let me get engaged. Yeah, get, I said, hold on. Give me a couple yeah. pillows behind my neck. You know I need to get comfortable. Right. And rewind that bitch. Because I need you to rewind this. Right, right. One of them, the main concern, which is going to take us out, and they will be prepared for, is the L5 tornadoes. <laughs> that's a real That's a real fear. So it, That it was, is a real fear, though. That would be but my fear. Only L five tornadoes. Not, oh, not not L four. Not L four. It has to be the L five. And on well, top of this, biggest. it has to be tornadoes. Now, let me tell you, if somebody is in these prepping situations, were to say, "Listen, climate 
climate change is happening. Right. This is un- undeniable, right? Okay. All right. I'll bite. I will. I'll bite. Sea levels coming up. We're right. losing a little right. bit of land. Maybe the the weather changes. We are seeing more tornadoes. Um, yeah. What was it? Uh, what was it like four years air ago? Pollution quality uh, gets really bad. People yeah, are sucked yeah. inland. You know, there's a lot of right. things that I could see compiling on yes. top of one another to create an apocalyptic type of Correct. scenario. I'm right. not. I don't think that is actually the most far fetched thing I've ever heard. Right. What I do find to be the most far-fetched thing is that you know specifically with all of this going on is the fucking L5 tornadoes that are going to come for you and yours. Can I tell you why people are really paranoid lately? Because I don't know how recent this episode was. Um, But I was watching, uh, because sometimes I do go on the YouTubes, and um, on my YouTubes, I like to watch, like, people um, freaking out in public, and I also like to watch uh, uh, natural disasters, because we live in Nevada, right? And we don't get hurricanes and tornadoes and shit like that. It's hot goss. I've been fascinated by natural disasters forever. forever. Truly. So, I think it was about four or five years ago. And it was somewhere back east where they had an unprecedented event that had happened then and it's never happened before or to date, where they had something like 18 L5 tornadoes in two states that swept through two states back and forth and killed a bunch of people. So now people who are doomsday preppers are like, see, you see, bitch, like this motherfucker is coming. It's just a matter of fucking time. And they might be right, but... Do you see what I mean, though? It's pretty... So, so the better part of it, too, for me... You're preparing for something that unrealistically probably will never... I mean, in hard in the paint. Like, we can't say this not enough. Right. So, one of them... I I don't even know how to say this, so I'm just going to go for it. (laughs) One of these preppers is diabetic... Okay, well, that's you're going to die. You are dying Thank the you. first two I'm weeks. So you're going to make it to two weeks, this. and she is and very it. open about this. And like, it's nothing. You know, I know diabetics have a lot going on, but you are, especially when you're insulin dependent, right? You are dying. So the thing is, is I'm like, <laughs> you are dead. Here's the deal: you are prepping, and you're already not making it, right? Because it's not like you can stock up insulin because it expires, right? Well, so they were stocking up insulin, which um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the education level of some of these preppers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave it Mm open-ended, but mm -hmm. I imagine that it's not high. Okay, right. Okay. I don't imagine they got through a certificate program. And so they found a a well area where they have been stocking stockpiling insulin right um where they found like the well that it always stays at 53 degrees temperature which i'm sure when the l5s hit will probably be untouched (laughs) well Um, (laughs) so then so then i look over at ian and Ian brings up a great point. My husband is never sarcastic or nasty. Like, he's just, right. like, that nice guy, you know? Right. 
and we're looking over at each other and he just looks at me and he goes you know the fucked up thing is if this stuff does happen because you always have to take that into consideration right right that these are the fucking people that are gonna fucking survive well they're not oh okay so i didn't even get to the punch line of (laughs) all of these people because I watched back-to-back three episodes. Okay. Was this your first introduction to the show? Yeah. Okay. So if you... Since it's your introduction, I'm not going to spoil it for you, okay? But there is an episode, tell me if you've seen it already, where there is a group of people, okay? So it's a husband, a wife, two... Ki- I believe it was two kids. I believe it was a son and a daughter. And there may have been a smaller one, okay? So right. five... A uh, family of five. Yeah. They lived in a... Um, and a like a like a secure neighbor like gated community okay and he he would hold drills so they had a bunker but he would hold drills yeah. where they had fake guns so if a mob attacked if the Koreans came for us. Oh, okay. Yep. They did these drills inside the house, and it was like, go, 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 go. And yeah. I was like, what is oh, going yeah. I on? I witnessed a lot of drills. That one wasn't a lot as, of drills. A lot of drills. <laughs> um, and the drills were fuck me up. The drills are what fuck me really up. Really fuck me up. Truly, truly fuck me up. One of these guys. <laughs> So, really fast, these are the people who are supposedly left, right? Right. And I'm like, you're a bunch of fucking kooks. Like, right, right. This can't be good. Like, either way, I want to go. I'm oh, just, absolutely. I, I can't. Absolutely. Live. I'm not going to survive in no. a world with a guy named Opie who no. fucking's like, come on down to my fucking basement. No. We've got plenty of oatmeal and ramen left. So then, no. one of no. my favorite parts about all of this is I did not suck. So they're scale, scaled on a hundred point basis, right? right? So if you get a hundred, like you're gonna survive, essentially like past civilization. Right. They can't tell you how long, but I I presume that the goal would be a few years, right? right. If, like a hundred percent survival rate. Right. And they do everything. They do shelter. They do food. They do water. They do security, and they do like X factor things that'll help you and where like they take your environment and stuff right. into right. consideration. Great. Not one of these scored above out of like a hundred, right? If we're just going to do a traditional scale, no, all of them failed. Uh huh. All of them failed, and they have been prepping for some for years. I mean, some of them since nineteen. And I just have to say, thank you, God, for trash television because oh, please. I mean, if it comes, of course you're going to try and do your best to to get your family taken care of and safe and protected. But I am not going to allow my husband to run drills in our home and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars for a for something that yes. may or may not happen and you may or may not drop dead from heart disease. You're more, oh you are God. more likely to drop dead as a white man. All these white men, because I'm sorry, now I'm not being an asshole, but these are all white men. I didn't see not one brown. I did not see one black man. I now I did I saw, see a Hispanic man yeah. and I saw he may have been half Asian, but I did not I see did not see one black half- man. I didn't see one black woman. I did not a black not. baby. You know I didn't what? even see a goddamn black dog. Okay, because they fucking know. They're like, not. We are not about to spend any of our hard earned money when we already know that as a black woman, I am more likely to die of a fucking heart attack or stroke than I am for the big one to come. You know, honestly, you know I don't like to dive into race a lot, but sometimes you got to call an atheist. You're not right. <laughs> Because I didn't even catch the half. Oh, I see. I sometimes I look at Bill and I go, "You see my people in here?" Because we know better. We know what's up. All white guys. Yeah. 
And, and by the way, yeah. if the world comes to an end, no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go out on the limb here. I'm not judging anybody. They all seem like very nice people, okay? But I don't know their value system, and a lot of them are from the South. So now you want me to believe that if I knock on their door and go, "Hey, can I get into your bunker as a black woman?" They're gonna let me. In. Chances are slim. <laughs> Chances are slim. Okay. Well, I think they seemed very concerned for the well-being of humanity. Of so all people. I'm hoping that Correct. that is not the case. I said, but we don't know. But we don't know. We really don't know. Um, oh, that show is one it of... It is one of the best things that i The drill I've part for me, watching them do the drills is... And then I love when the father is critiquing the family. He's like, listen, Joni, yeah. you gotta get your knees up, okay? If the Koreans get over here and they get us, you have got to be ready to take anybody out. And it, I don't like that the wives are really into it, too. They're just, like, backing these motherfuckers up. Really I'm like, bitch, what is wrong with you? Mental illness. But you know what? She's just like, <laughs> she's like, I gotta do this shit once a month. I let him go down to that bunker. He's down there forever. I don't know what he's doing in that bunker. And you know what? For the rest of the time, I'm upstairs. I'm getting drunk. I'm fucking watching TV. And he leaves me the fuck alone. I guess one of my favorite things about each of these episodes isn't just the ridiculous fucking headache that these men put their wives and family through. I love, and I mean this, I love how specific they are. Oh, very specific. I love how they know what's going to end the world. They know down to the millisecond. They're yeah. like, uh, I'm prepared for anything. And by the way, you all are fools. Fools. You all are fools for not fools. getting in on this from the ground up. It's like If you Arbonne. don't have six months worth... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like Mary Kay. You're it's right. Like fucking Herbalife, Doomsdayers man. Fools. Like, yeah, they're just like, I don't understand. So you're just going to buy a gloss? Well, that makes no sense. You need the gloss. You need the powder. You need the foundation. You need that. I mean, um, I'm trying to make your life simpler. How much I'm time tr- do you spend right now Literally, getting dressed? I'm just trying to make your life just better. Just trying to make your life better. I'm trying to improve you and your look. One of the things I love to quote from one of them is he said, I'm not obsessed with the apocalypse. You know, I'm not obsessed with this. I'm obsessed with living. <laughs> And I was like, are you? <laughs> you don't have to be obsessed with it. You just do it. You just like, you're just get doing up it. and do you it You are doing day. it currently. You are living but could you, currently. Here's another thing. One more, and then we'll move on to my, my heavy hitter that, um, it, one more, one more thought on this. <laughs> no, listen, please. I can do this all night. I don't understand how, because these are, you're right. They're typically older men. Right. Specifically, who are really, and one may, might have been half Asian. I don't know what he was, but majority of them are older white men. And here's my thing. And when I say older, I'd say 50 plus. Right. My friends, half your life is gone. Half your life you've spent and your money. So by the time you survive the apocalypse, you're going to be old as fuck. You're going to be dead You're anyway. going to have osteoarthritis. You've got glaucoma. You can't see past your arm. You know, bless her heart. You know what I really think this Run show drills? should be called? Hobbies. <laughs> yes. My hobby a, yes. is pretending. My hobby life. My, my hobby is figuring out ways for people to survive 
apocalyptic conditions. Like teach a class. Teach a, like, like defense. Get like self defense. Get involved. Get involved. Go knock on a neighbor's door. Well, I the guess one guy you are was getting knocking. involved. You the one on... guy was knocking on doors. He was knocking on doors. He had he got his all of his neighbors together. I okay, mean, so that must have been the half Asian. Okay. Yes, that was the guy who was half Asian. Yes. Remember and he had the neighbors and they were oh, like, We it, love Bill. So He's the great. thing is with that one, you know why? Yeah. He's fucking scary. Yes. Okay. I the did gun watch that thing one. with him was scary. Oh, I didn't I don't mind and I actually think teaching kids young to fear and understand guns no, is oh, important. No, I don't have a problem with the that. Drills the, drill were, the drills were wild. The drills were wild. But you know what scares me about mm-hmm. him is the other ones are kooks, right? They sound like this and they're like <laughs> We gotta run, you know, like that. You see that guy, and you're like, you right. fucking can't play right. with their kids, right. right? But that guy, the one who runs drills at his house and who got the neighborhood, mm-hmm. I saw those right. guys. He got involved. Yeah. He's he comes off like a cool guy, right? He's like an old cop, right? He he just he said, you know, it starts out small, right? Much like grooming, <laughs> much he's like, like cults. He's much like cults, right? And he's like, hey, you know, um, I saw a lot in the force. It's a totally normal thing to say. Right. And then you kind of drag them in. You go, you know, there's a lot going on in this world today. Things that you guys have never seen. Never seen. You guys have no idea. I've heard a lot through the force. (laughs) Got to always mention the force. You got to mention that you were on the force. You have to. Because that tells people, hey, I'm reliable. Yeah. I, I'm dependable. I was out here for you. I was out here saving lives. Saving lives. I always ask people, why are you not in the force any longer? What happened? He looked a little too young to not be in the force. Thank I you. wonder he if did. it's because of his crippling paranoia. <laughs> but you know what? Don't let me be a naysayer. <laughs> um, um, before we go, I will say that's that's that though. So everybody, please hop on Doomsday oh, Preppers. Doomsday and, Preppers. And these are like from 2013. I apologize. I haven't been more vested or pregnant. Oh, yeah. I'm sad. I just found. <laughs> let me tell this you something. Out. When you are bored at home, or if you're just like relaxing, don't, everyone's making mistakes by going to these new shows. No, no, no. You need to go back and look at these you old are fucking right. trash TV fucking shows like. Uh, uh, hot or not? Have you oh, seen that? Pure gold. Hot or not? I mean, it is amazing. But I stumbled across. I had heard that um, a show was coming out on HBO, and it was called The Outsiders. Oh, I am. We are getting in it. So uh, are you? Are you on the? Have no, you started? Okay. No. So it's on the second episode, and um, oh, when I tell I'm you in. guys, I'm in. It is fucking. Like, I was really upset that Jason Bateman hadn't, um, that, what's the other show that he does? Because you know Uh, how I feel about him. Um, I I really love him. I I really. He's a dark little funny bastard, isn't he? He really is. He is. Like, there's something, him and Paul Rudd. Yes. You know what it is? It's that fucking Robin Williams gonna take themselves out in the fucking closet one day. (laughs) And I realized that was morbid, but, but, also, but I mean it. But he also looks like he'd stab you in the eye with a fucking pen. I don't get that vibe. I get if, that No, I, thinks, I feel like Jason Bateman, if you need it, because he's so in control, it seems like all of the time, where I could see if he needed to go crazy, he, well, he, would go, he has the potential. I love him as a director. I'm in it. What's the show that he's doing? Um, uh, 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 come on, look it up. Uh, uh, when he used to do Ozark, Ozark. Okay, so oh, I love Ozark. Okay, he loves Blue Light, so, doesn't he? I love Ozark, and I was really bummed because I was just like, oh well, fuck, are they going to renew it? And then they said they were going to renew it, and then it's been off for like a year. 
well, this is why, because he is directing this show. Mm-hmm. He's in it and he's directing it. So I was like, okay, I this better be this better be worth Ozark being off. Okay? When I tell you guys after the first episode, I had to get up and walk away. Yeah. I, I said, I am going to try and not watch this show until the season is over so that I can binge fucking watch oh, this shit. I because love... waiting every fucking week for a new one to come out is no. making me want to slit all of the wrists. I all love waiting. Do you? It's like a sexual tension thing. I love it. Oh my God. I just, I'm I can't so wait. Excited. I, you guys, I cannot fucking wait until next week. Of course I didn't do it. I and broke you know down what? and watched One the thing second about the episode. main actor, that detective, mm-hmm. he is crazy Australian. I love him. I have seen every movie he's ever been in. He plays the same character in every movie and when I tell you that I earn every show I and when I tell you that I fucking lisp. love it, I don't care about... He could play the same character for the next 20 years and Dude. I am buying what his cookie, what the cookies he's selling. Yeah, there's something about him. It is very good. Um, that Other than that, this week has been... Th- my week has been filled with TV, trash TV. Trash um, TV. Other than that, for all my girls out there who watch um, Housewives of Atlanta, shit's getting real. I'm going to leave it at that. The shit's getting real. Okay. And I cannot <laughs> wait to see what happens next week. Uh, this is one of the first few times that I've watched that sh- And I'm a late bloomer because I started watching it maybe two years ago. And I watched the first five like seasons all in like three months. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just, I'm on the bandwagon. I'm on it. I'm in it. I know character names. <sighs> I, I, know. I tweet and I text and I'm, I'm into it. So other but than that, I, I had a weird week, but I needed it myself, but I, I was like late. the OGs. I just yeah. love the Beverly Hills. Yeah. LVP is my girl. Yeah. I like her salty, stinky attitude and she a boss. I like she's a woman who's willing stinky. to pull out. I yeah. like a woman who's willing to pull out another woman's weave, which is why I go Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. I like that these women are like, "Oh, yeah. bitch, you got me fucked." You think we're yeah. on TV? You think I care? That's true. They're not like, "Oh my god, I don't understand." No, they're like, "Bitch, I will fuck you up." And I do appreciate that, which is right. why I like you that think energy. That. I like that energy too. But one thing I do also like is a bunch of housewives <laughs> hopped up on Percocets. You know what? You're right, and yes. they come at each other. I've yes. seen them I do come like across them. the yes. table too. Yes, definitely not as entertaining as watching no. some lovely African American oh, because I, they have the language, they oh. have the body movement. Quick, Frankly, quick they have the, the moves. Quick with the oh yeah, they've exactly. got the moves. Yes, yes, they have the wit. But watching a bunch of zannied out chicks fight about a Hamptons party and they're all drunk and they're always all drunk. I am except never, LVP. Oh yeah. LVP always that, keeps her head. Other than that, it is wild to watch a bunch of grown women afternoon being just completely hammered all the I time. I love it. Oh, I love it. So thank you, ladies. Keep putting yeah, out this entertainment. Yeah, we all And I'm it. not going to lie to you. If, if Bravo came to me today and said, we would love to do a Real Housewives of Reno, what? Oh, I've tried to start it. <laughs> I would... I would I'd be on it immediately. Yeah. No, I, I have would. absolutely oh, no shame oh, no about shame. my uh, no. supporting that stuff. No. Oh, I'm sorry. You can judge my intelligence. Oh, I don't give you a shit. Uh, like I say Speaking every week. Speaking of judging intelligence. Don't write in because I don't care. Yeah. Speaking of judging intelligence, I have a hate journal entry. Okay. And this is when I see women <laughs> running at night. Does it not inf... I have to tell you guys, I like to think I'm a bad bitch. I really do. I fancy myself. I do. 
I like to think I'd put up a good fight. But much like last week when we talked about taking your health and and taking charge of it, mm-hmm. I'd say you also need to take charge of your safety. I saw a woman running at night where I was leaving work. And it when I In say at night, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought she was running from someone, obviously. Because if you are running around a downtown dark area like that, I mean, and when I say at night, the sun's down. And by the way, downtown is probably more lit than most any other places around town. Like, Midtown's Reno not, is a very dark place. We don't have yeah, a lot of lights. Yeah. Truly, truly. But, I mean, honestly, this just really grinds my gears. And before any of you crazy feminists write in about your rights to be able to, to fucking run around at night. Yeah, you do. You have the right to run around at night, yeah, but you also you have do. the right to be murdered. I am telling you, the science of it says you will get fucked up. You're going to get murdered. You're, You're going to get, get raped. murdered. If you need to run marked. between the hours of 7 and fucking 10 p.m., or God no, I mean, basically 7 p.m. until 7 a.m., frankly... Oh, because go I see to one a more fucking gym. gym, get on a trip, and I don't like running and like place. If because I see it's one like more, so boring. You know what's not boring? <laughs> Ted Bundy. You know what's not boring? Being it's locked up and chained up in someone's fucking basement. You dumb I bitch. I literally do not. I could not wrap my head around it. And here's the only exception to that: if you want to run around strapped, and I mean this, I can't imagine it's comfortable. But if you want to have a handgun, no headphones, and you just want to be cruising these streets, fine. How many of you out there, I've never seen one woman with her headphones in, her fucking ponytail, popping around, popping around, here I am, getting my fitness on, and I have the right, I have the right to run. Of course you fucking do. That's not the, a psychopath doesn't care about your feminist fucking beliefs. He does not. He didn't vote. He does not care. I'm just going to let you know. He's staying off the radar. He's staying off the radar. You know what? He's an independent. Okay? He takes it situation by situation. All right? He doesn't doesn't like labels. If you will. If you will. Okay? Okay? Do you understand me? You know what he knows? Is that he got fucking diddled by his brunette nanny when he was five, and it fucking popped a screw loose. And now you're bopping down. And you know what women like this typically do? Run in patterns. Yep, they run the same place, the I same mean, two, the same two trails every Jesus time. Jesus Christ, I just I cannot believe how irresponsible. And if I saw you strapped, I'm not kidding you. If I saw a fucking handgun on your hip and no headphones in, I would say, okay, you're still putting yourself at like relative risk, but at least you fucking you signed up for this. Can you I understand? say I don't give a shit if you're strapped or not? It doesn't matter. It's if if you are a hundred and five pounds and you are some girl out there running, the issue is. When you're strapped, you have to be aware of your surroundings. When you're running, you are concentrating on your breath. You are concentrating on not falling, tripping, right? Right. Uh, Looking for cars. Right. Right. You cannot do that much. Also looking for predators. Here's, and my hate journal is going to actually bleed into yours, so I'll just get in with it. I'm going to jump in with you. Get in here. And I'll tell you why. Where the bounce house. I opened the tent You opened the tent. Thank you. If I see one more woman... On her vehicle, two things. Have her name, Mel's Audi, (laughs) Chris's Charger, and then it shows how many family members are in your family, children, adults, dogs, based off of the stickers. So number one, if I'm going to rob you, I now know that you have two dogs, 
three kids and a husband. Or one kid, if I'm a diddler, I'm like, all right, this is the house I'm going to go to. Or they have dogs. Let me me learn their routine. People who are sick and fucked up, they learn your routine before they act. They don't just... Most, most sick motherfuckers who are kidnapping kids, killing women, are not just willy-nilly running in and doing their crime, and they've never done no. any research. These guys might as well be professors. They have done the research. Yeah, they love you. They have you. drawn the, the... And you have just told them your name. So, let's just picture, right? I'm running. Bop it, bop it, bop it, I'm almost home. Gotta get the steps in. So I am running along. Got my Glock to my right, right? I'm like, bitch, you better come at me. See what happens. And then all of a sudden, I hear someone yell, Mamba, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to turn around. That, yeah. That's the first thing. And some dude's going to punch you square in your motherfucking face. I'm not going to hear Mamba grab my Glock and turn around and be like, what's up, motherfucker? Nine times out of ten, if you live in a place like Reno, you think it's someone who knows you. But you know why he's saying Mamba? Because I put it on my fucking license plate. Right. So if this motherfucker's been stalking me, it doesn't matter if right. I have a Glock, a knife, a fucking pepper spray. He has the advantage. He knows that he wants to get me. Yeah. You know what I don't know? I didn't know that this motherfucker's been stalking me yeah. for the last fucking three weeks. Use yeah. your goddamn brain. Yeah. Use your fucking brain. Get your goddamn name off your goddamn license plate. Take your fucking kids and how many people live in your goddamn house. That fucking dumb fucking sticker. And you know what's really fucking stupid to me too is when people put it up in their guns instead instead of people their guns the fuck does that mean that means nothing you do not need to have people who you don't know running around knowing how many kids you have how many what's going on in your fucking house you know what i want to be an anomaly when you see me you bring up a great point there's besides the safety issue of it truly um, I think we also need to really tie in the fact that it's it's just fucking stupid. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. Okay. I can't see that if every I'm time fucking I with see you guys, it. but I'm not. They, no, I'm not fucking around. When I I saw a card this morning, and I'm going to change the name, but it literally said Mel's Audi, and then right above it, it showed her, no man, her, her two kids, their names underneath, like Sam, Ginger, Mel. And Biscuit the dog. (laughs) And I was like, you dumb fucking bitch. You just put out there the entire blueprint. And now all I got to do is follow you home. So now I know where you live. Yeah. I know the name of your kids. So if I see your kid walking in the neighborhood and I'm like, hey. Hey, your mom. Georgie Porgy. Your mom, Mel? Yeah. Yeah, she told me to come pick you up. Biscuit's sick. Come on. Get in my car. I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you to the house. Uh, We're going to meet your mom up later. I know she did. I'm, I'm from work. Um. But your mom, Mel, oh, she took stomach, biscuit to the bed. You're making my stomach ill. Because that's what psychopaths fucking do. Literally. You I gave could. them the book. You said, here's the blueprint to my life on my car. You know, I always thought maybe I was one of these doomsday preppers, if you will. No, but let me tell you, I met an old school cop. It was one of the coolest experiences of my life. And he was not a prepper or <laughs> else it wouldn't have gone very well. It wouldn't have gone well. He right. told me one of his big triggers as a, as a retired cop was right. actually, which is what kind of triggered me to start looking is watching women run with headphones any time of day. Anytime. He said, if you are running outdoors, and he goes, and I understand, if especially if you're hitting like a cool trail or something that is, you know, not only challenging, but obviously vigorous. I understand running on a treadmill fucking blows. Right. Hopefully our podcast gets you through it. Right. Um, 
But he said running with headphones is where he has seen some of the most heinous and horrific crimes crimes mm-hmm. happening to women who have been attacked um, by people who probably know their schedule. And literally, they're just running, hoping that nothing happens. And uh, by the way, you're doing something that is the one thing that we have to do when a predator tries to get us. Right. Run away. Right. So if this motherfucker catches you running, bitch, he really wants you. Right. He's been waiting. He's right. been fucking... Right. I mean... And I'm not trying to freak everybody out. I think everybody should go run on trail. You can't live your fucking life no, like that. of course not. But when I see... Uh, this woman, she, I've seen her a few times now, and I've thought, okay, don't do it, Alicia. Stop being a shithead. I can't. I saw her, I saw her again tonight. And she is tiny, and she is fit, and she is not lit up at all. Every time I see her, it's like barely on a, on the, it's just so fucked. And I'm just thinking, you are going to get clobbed on the head and nabbed right up. Yep. I mean, and honestly, mm-hmm. if you are going to be running outside, you need to be running in daylight hours. So when I used to run, I used to run every day. I think when we first became friends, yeah. I, I ran every single day. Do you know how I ran? And I run in the daytime. I never ran at night. I didn't run first thing in the morning when it was dark, and I didn't run late at night when it was dark. If I did run, like let's say I was, sometimes I would run from the hospital home. And sometimes that would, it, it would just be like the time that I got off and it was like, well, fuck, now I'm fucked. What I would do is I would get on the phone with my sister or I would get on the phone with a friend. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, yo, this is the street I'm coming up to. They knew the way that I was going home. Yeah. And I'd be like, just stay on the phone with me while I'm running. But one of the things that I would do, and still this is not good enough, is I would always carry a fucking hunter's knife yeah. in my hand while I ran. So that way, if even if I had of to turn, course. at least I can get or those enough little kitty ears or something. But it's still not going to be enough if somebody wanted to take me. I know, and I am not a little girl. Like I could try to fuck you up as much as I can right. to get away, but that's not the point. And back then, I was fucking crushing it. I was running seven miles a fucking day, car rushing life. Yeah. And you know what I realized? It'd be a couple times where my phone would die. Right? Yeah. Your phone dies. You're like, fuck. Normal. Got to finish this run. And then I and I cannot run with no music. I'm just one of those people I can't run with no music. Yeah. So I would t- pop the headphones out, wrap up my phone, and just put it in my pocket. Can I tell you how many neighbors would come outside and talk to me? They'd be like, hey, good going, girl. I see you all the time. You out here running. You out here getting it. Men, women, couples, uh, people on their driveways. I'm not joking. The minute that I would pop those headphones out and they would see that now I am able to hear them. And then it dawned on me. Oh, these motherfuckers watch me. Yeah. They watch me go by in the daylight every morning, every night. And they night. happen to be just normal ass they people. They are normal people who are not out here trying to help me, or hurt me, rather. Right. And that's when I was like, okay, bitch, you better get on a treadmill. You better get on a treadmill. I guess that's really ASAP. what happened. And me, Truly. I mean, you know I ran, too. I mean, when I think about some of the situations I put myself in, it is mind-blowing to me. And I know that's just, like, your frontal lobe co- all coming full circle together. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like to call the danger zone. So if any of you are 25 and younger running seven miles at dusk, don't. 
just don't do that. Just don't do that. I'm genuinely not. I am my own doomsday prepper, I suppose. But I mean, we oh, all I'm doomsday prepping this fucking it pussy. You ain't getting this pussy. I have to me. doomsday prep it. I am on the lookout at all points because I know it sounds. And if I hear one more woman say this to me, I'm going to lose my shit. If one more woman who hears me talking about this, it's always one. There's always fucking one that's like oh my god you just can't live your life like that like you just have to go out into the world and just like live like you just can't be worried about like somebody like raping and like killing you like of course is that like a thing that can happen (laughs) it can happen all the time like you could be at the grocery store and somebody could kidnap you there I mean it could literally happen all the time but like you can't worry about it no bitch I am worried about it, okay? And so when I go out in the world, you know what I don't do? I don't go to the grocery store at one in the morning, you dumb fucking bitch. Also, I go at fucking the, totally. in the, in the, when it's fucking daylight. I try to lessen the chance that someone's going to put me in their basement and skin me like a fucking cat, you dumb, dumb, I, you dumb, dumb bitch. I would love to to hop on that. I feel like we're really vibing in today, which is like, because I've heard it too, right? You just kind of live. You got to You got to live. got to get out there. You can't you be gotta, so You can't be scared. No. Because fear is the happen. power of fear. Well, that's what they want. Is the power of fear. Well, that's what they want. That's what they that's want. That's what they want. Or I'll one up you, I think. And, well, you wouldn't think about this if you were a man. Well, thank I'm you, not. Riddler. Riddle me this. <laughs> Even if I decided that I'm transgender and I fucking pop this clit out right. and make it an actual penis. Still not strong enough. Motherfuckers are coming for me. Come I'm going to be a pretty boy. I know that. Uh, oh, I already know that. And they will right. still fuck me up. So I'm not a man. And you know what? You are right. And me and my husband have actually talked about this and in a very awoke way. Right. He's like, right. man, it is crazy knowing my wife is out there because I love you so much. She goes, you know, I walk around. There is never a point where I get out of the car, where I go to the grocery store. I go to the ATM. Right. I do any of this where I have ever been like, ooh, chill down the neck. <laughs> And he's he's like, yeah, loving you so much. And the women in my life has made me truly realize, like, yeah, I guess if that car is following you a little too close or wow, that why are you driving? You know, my husband, my favorite thing is he's like, now that I'm a dad, you don't get to own a white van. Like, why are motherfuckers out here in unlabeled white vans? And I totally agree with with him. No fucking windows. I don't understand. And tinted. Okay. The only time I want to see a van is to be a painter. Literally. And it better say, uh, fucking Joe Bob's painting. Because if I get kidnapped, I want to be like, I want to be like, oh, I didn't see it coming, right? Because the painters have to have vans. They have a lot of equipment. Up and chained up, and I'm talking to myself down there, waiting for this motherfucker to come back with round two. And I'm like, well, goddamn it, I did see the van. I should have known. I saw that van every day for a fucking week. And any of you pieces of shit. And by the way, fuck anybody who fucking don't. First of all, (laughs) do not. And I'm telling you, I am on one with this shit. Do not fucking write in. I don't give a fuck because you know what I'm going to tell you. Any motherfucker that writes in, why? You're click clacking on that fucking on that fucking key. You know what I want you to do? I want you to fucking stop. I want you to take your ass in your fucking room and I want you to get under the covers. Okay? I want you to get under the covers. I want you to pull them up. I want you to do some fucking popcorn. I want you to get yourself fucking truly. And then I want you to dim the fucking lights. And I want you to go onto the goddamn Lifetime channel. And I want to watch. I want you to watch. I fucking survive, bitch. I oh, want you yeah. to watch. That I fucking good. survive. And hear women who have been fucking snatched up who have been like, I fucking saw that car nine times. I fucking saw that dude hanging around. He asked me for directions once. Mm-hmm. He brought me mail once and said he had my fucking mail. Yeah. How did I not fucking know? How yeah. did I not like the reason why these shows exist? 
you dumb dumb motherfuckers. I and literally so is because it is a warning. Heed their warning. They're like, look what happened to me. I didn't heed this warning. There are gyms. There are gyms. They are fucking everywhere. There are and for well every star parking lot. There is a gym. I swear. I mean, I know that there's a price point. I know that you want to believe that. I'm sorry Eagle that you're fitness, five dollars. I, I am telling you, I know that you guys are bummed out that dudes don't have to worry about this shit. I I'm not fucking pleased about it but i'm also not trying to rewrite the fucking bible right now okay this is what it is you guys you cannot be a hundred pounds running around a downtown city at night and just i got my kitty cat ears i'll fuck somebody up no bitch you you fucking want because let me tell you something that same girl that you saw i'm gonna go in a preterm labor i could sneak up on that bitch and knock her the fuck out so if i can sneak up on that bitch and knock her the fuck out bitch you shouldn't be out here running late at night and by the way this also goes for when you leave fucking work, okay? When I leave work, I li- I work in an area that is all medical. For ninety percent of the people around me are all medical, okay? All of the buildings. So what that means is, when five o'clock hits, everyone's gone. Boom, gone. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of times where I am charting. I'm there till six p.m. Mm-hmm. I refuse to be the last bitch in that fucking building. I will be like, uh. Where'd you park? Oh, you're on the other side of the building? Well, let's walk out to my car, and I will drive you to your car, or vice fucking versa. I'm not staying and be like, well, I gotta get this overtime, and I gotta finish these charts. Not if you're the only bitch left. What is wrong with you? Like, these motherfuckers, wait, and I'm and I'm saying what is wrong with you to say, like, I love you guys. I That's love all I of you. Too. Like, I love you so much. But just like I would say to Keek, if she did some stupid shit like that, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you fucking stupid? Are you dumb? I have fucking taught you better. Anytime there is a fucking show on like that i'm like bring your ass in here and sit the fuck down even with all the training even me telling you guys this what did i just do two months ago what did i just do i told you guys that i went and got a fucking vacuum not using my goddamn brain and there was something strange just for a second i fucking slipped up thank god he did not want to murder me but if he had wanted to he would have had ample time opportunity it would have been easy fucking peasy i know i feel you so i, really I get do. it we all fucking slip up sometimes we don't use the best judgment but totally. i'm just saying totally. scrape those but there are and things there, that you can do scrape those, suck, scrape those fucking stickers off every woman out there today unless your husband is with you 20 fucking four hours a day dude and there's plenty of people that who shit off your straight car. murdered as a family Oh, please. I'm being dead serious, you guys. And like, I'm not trying to promote all this fear, but fuck you guys. I was talking to a woman yesterday and she was telling me we were talking about like phones. And I said, oh, our kid's phone is locked down. Like she cannot get a nap without it. Me okaying it. She can't watch anything R rated without it buzzing my phone. Not even the fucking remote for her TV, which is on all of our phones not happening like i am going through your search history i am searching your shit like you are in prison because if something were to happen god for fucking bed right i want to know that i did everything in my power to make sure that this fucking kid was safe and this lady looked at me and she goes what oh my daughters are in high school and she was saying they were sending nudes and she goes well how do you do that how do you make sure and i was like what lock down their phone you should not be and i'm not judging anyone but you should not be handing a teenager a a phone and not knowing what's in that goddamn phone you should not have some sort of of deceit that's it this is 2020 there you can put restrictions on that away with in the 80s oh my god 
and you didn't even have a little portal of privacy you were carrying around. You hid your weed in the film. Remember the oh yeah when you put uh-huh. your weed uh-huh. in the uh-huh. film, the little film that held the film thing. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how woke we are. We can't even remember the name of the thing, the canister that held the film. Yeah, because now people are just smoking weed with their kids. It's fucking I was in wild eighth grade. I was in eighth grade, and I was it was the day that school was ending and I was in English class with six of my classmates and we were drinking whiskey out of a Coke bottle, straight whiskey, yeah. no Coke, straight whiskey inside of a classroom yeah. drinking it. And like the teacher's just like fucking oblivious, just like, yep. all right, kids, you guys are going to have a great fucking summer. I'm like, fuck yeah, we are. Yeah. Like, it's already started. You have to assume these motherfuckers are on creep status all the time. Yeah. So please High change alert. your license plate. High alert. High alert. High alert. Ladies, you need to stay on high alert. This behavior, yeah, this behavior is unacceptable. I am a mother. Do I'm not, telling you. Do not make us warn you and again. I'm not this. kidding you. Do not make me warn you again. And you know why we're saying this? Of course, we're talking shit to you. It's because I love you mm-hmm. and because I am a strong, empowered woman. And I, when I see this shit going on willy-nilly, not on my watch. No. <laughs> If I see her one more time, you gotta tell her. I'm going to. I'm and gonna you be can like, do it nicely. hey. You can be like, listen. I don't want to be nice. No, but you're gonna have to be. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to instill some fear in her. But you remember I want to tell her now. that I stopped a kidnapper. I just hit him with the car. <laughs> I'm gonna let okay, her wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. I have a, okay, you guys. I have a crazy story to tell you before we wrap up. We're going to end this on a high note, okay? We're going to end this on a really funny fucking note, okay? (laughs) So, Sunday, I told you guys... Okay, so Sunday rolls around, and I had to run to the store. Now, this is how crazy motherfuckers are, okay? This is how crazy people are. So, it's Sunday, maybe around 2 o'clock, okay? Not a lot of traffic. No one's grocery shopping at 2 o'clock on a Sunday. Like, everyone is watching the game. They're doing... It's getting close to, to, to Super Bowl. So I was front row parking, in and out. I'm thinking, run in and out. Get out of my car, grab my phone, shut the door, lock my car. Approach where I would walk from now the parking lot to the front of the store. I look to my left, nay car. I look to my right, and there is a silver minivan. Well, she is approaching a speed bump, right? Plenty of time. I mean, she must have been five, six, seven car lengths away. Right. Plenty of time for me to make it across the street. Now, I know that um, podcasts are not a visual medium, but I will go ahead and tell you, I have my legs. They work fine. I've never had polio. Uh, If anything, I'm more of a fast walker. Okay? Yeah. I've been told. I'm hard to keep up with. (laughs) So, I I say this to say, I wasn't lightly gagging. And I was going to buy uh, champagne. So I was really in a hurry. Yeah. Can't wait to pop bottles later. As I just am right in the middle of the street, this woman floors it. (laughs) (laughs) No, AP, I'm not fucking with you. Just hear it now. The wheels start burning in the back. She, well, she did it so hard that the back tires, when they were going over yeah. the speed bump, just... Yeah. Like, she was skirt-skirting out. Yeah. This man, coming out of the store, grabbed me and moved me. And I look at him, and he looks at me, and he goes, she just tried to hit you. 
and she rolls down her window and she honks her horn and she goes, you dumb bitch, I'm going to hit you next time. And the guy looks at me, he goes, okay, so what was that? Should we call the police? Like, is she drunk? And she was an old little white lady. And I was like, sir, I don't, I don't even know what happened. Like, my life just flashed before my eyes. Like, I thought, oh my God, there's so many heels I haven't worn. There's so much hair I want to wear. Yeah. Like, uh, so I many things. I should have bought the good hair. I should have bought the longer. I should have gone yeah, 23. Exactly. I should have gone 23. Why didn't I? Why was I conservative and went 20? Like, all of this was flashing like before. Over $180. All of this was flashing so before my eyes. And I, to myself, I was in the store. And then the lady was checking me out, and she was like, what's wrong with you? You you know, they know me. And I said, I don't know. This lady just tried to hit me. And the lady goes, what? Yeah, this fucking lady. She just tried to hit me outside. She's going to fucking run me over. And she didn't even know. No one knew what to say. No one knew how to comprehend that somebody in the parking lot for absolutely no reason. There's no traffic. I didn't flip her off. I was minding my own business, just trying to get across the street. That, yep. So my point is, is that if this woman is willing to hit me, yeah. doesn't know me. And that's a woman. Yeah. Okay, she's trying Another to, woman. and I don't know what the reasons are. I have no idea what the right. reasons are. Maybe, maybe she I thought re- you were someone else. Maybe I remind her of a bitch. Okay, yeah. maybe she's like, you know what, bitch, you done fucked yeah. up. I told you I was going to catch you slipping. Yeah. And, and today the, was to, the goddamn day. Today was the day. So I'm Except just saying. my foot slipped literally. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, officer, I told you this Chrysler has been acting up for months. Yeah. Okay, okay. When I, I floor it, I really want it to go. I re- <laughs> I hit the gas pedal like five times and it wasn't so going, pissed. so I fucking floored it and I almost hit this very nice young woman. Yeah, it's some bullshit. Yeah, so you guys, just be careful. Watch your asses out there. <laughs> don't don't do things that are I I know I want us all to be able to live our lives and have fun and have fun stuff on our cars. I get go all to that. The gym. But we get can't that fit life. You can't you can't have fun. You know why we can't have fun? Because we have pussies and, and titties and we look cute and y'all are out here looking cute. So we oh can't God. have those. Yeah. Get in the gym. Yeah. Or get- or you do have other options. Get a running partner. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We can go on and on and on. I'm just saying. But if I see a single woman out there running in the dark with if headphones on. If I see on, a single woman running in the dark with a hate journals t-shirt on. I'm going to hit on. you over the head myself. <laughs> on principle. All right. If I, I find out one of our listeners gets, gets murked with one of our with one of our merchandise shirts on. I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be very disappointed in you. Okay? So get it together. Because you knew. Because you knew better. We, we already you know fucking you warned did. you. You know what time it is. All right, guys. That is going to wrap up this episode of The Hate Journals. Thank you guys for tuning in again. We will catch you next week. You know what it is. Our IG is The Hate Journals. Uh, you know what it is, but I don't. Uh, Twitter is Hate Journals. And, of course, you can go onto our website. Send us an email at thehatejournals at gmail.com. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.